Ladies and gentlemen, I don't have any bullshit to say. Today, tonight we're going to celebrate an American hero. Somebody uh, who is beloved by both my co-host and I. And um, I'm really excited about tonight. We can't fucking wait to get in to this motherfucker. Ha 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 Yes, alright, yes, yes Alright, alright, alright Okay, folks, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 1990 What? Yet again for another late night I am your host, Michael Joseph With me as always, I thought about how wonderful and how lucky I am to have this man sitting by me for this show Adam Michael Adam That's heartwarming, Mike Absolutely, man, I'm glad to have you How are you? Doing great, man. How about you? Pretty good. How was your week? Uh, my week was not the best because plagued with illness. I heard. Yeah, we uh, we had a stomach bug going through my house. Oh. Three uh, three of us got it. Has it been twenty four hours since? It's been yeah, at least it's. Uh, oh, okay. I think it was like Thursday and part of Friday, but yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, that's not cool. Everybody okay? Yeah, we're good now. Yeah. Nice. Back to full health. That's good, man. Yeah, no, today, uh, this week's been, it's been pretty good. Um, yeah. I, 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 but I, it's good, but I, I just don't recall anything. I don't recall much. You know, the people at my job, um, I, I've been able to tell some folks, you know, about this show we do. And you know how everybody, oh, I'll listen to it. I have no yeah, idea yeah. if they will. If they do, cool. If if you are a person and you're listening and you you are employed at the same place that I am, um, yeah, it's cool to be there with you. I like all of you very much. Um, it's a stressful job, but everybody is handling it well. The managers, particularly one, is uh, wonderful, one of my favorite people I've ever met. Uh, all of them are. But really, That's just awesome. one, and um, yeah, uh, it's nice to have good coworkers. Yeah, no, it's cool, man. I totally got a promotion working in the main bar now from oh, time to time, helping out the helping out the other. You're a regular bartenders. bartender. I mean, I've made a couple drinks for people behind there, so technically, I guess I am now. But nice. Um, no, it's cool. I like it. Um, once again, uh, my uh, one of the managers. Uh, I think it was Rachel, but I don't know. I don't remember whose idea it was putting back there. But she's really, I mean, she's done probably the most for me, I think. I don't know. If anybody else were to hear this and I'm as incorrect about it and they're getting jealous, sorry. But, you know, hey, I am I pick my own favorites. Pick so your favorites. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, we have a really special episode for you today. Forgive me for talking so much about my goddamn self. Um, we are going to celebrate, as I said before in the intro, Someone I and Adam, we we both consider an, uh, not just an American songwriter, but goddamn it, an American fucking hero. This man, there's Abraham Lincoln, George Washington. Um, Put him up there. Put him on Mount Rushmore. Y- uh, you know, Roosevelt, uh, O.J. Stone. Simpson, and Tom Petty. 
and those are the all the men all of simpson did i say oj yeah pretty hurt pretty sure i just well he has been he was in the news a bunch he was of note well i'll give it to you you know what yeah there were times when he was beloved he was in the news um well but it wasn't for anything no, good. I well, I mean, it was when he was playing football and sure, starring in movies and stuff. Yeah. And, but the man, the man, the man was you know. You know what? Topical. Was. We're talking nineties. We are talking nineties. O.J. Simpson. That was big in the nineties. Oh my gosh! I didn't even realize like that. I mean, I kind of made it. I mentioned it as a joke, but I didn't realize that. That was a huge thing in like oh, 92 yeah. or 93. 94. It's 94. It, was a, it happened like the day we moved into to our house on Croydon. Uh, that was the chase? Yeah. Yeah, the that was Bronco. Like, it was like that day or like Isn't it weird to think like he's was that his Bronco or was it someone else's? Cuz he was like a multi-millionaire. Millions and millions of dollars and you're driving an old Maybe he had Ford like a Ford white Bronco sponsorship with them or something. Maybe. Like it was, you know, like a gift or something. But, yeah. Anyway, you know, so there's that guy. But, folks, the guy we're going to talk about is a a guy from Florida. He's got blonde hair. A lot of dudes from Florida. Don Felder from Florida. Definitely not Don Henley, the the fuck stick. He's from Uh, here. Yeah, actually, he's from where we are currently residing, which is a little... No wonder every now and then you get a whiff of... You get a whiff of bullshit. It's probably from Don Henley's asshole looking eyes. He's just Ooh. like, oh, God, his gaze is just a shitty smell gaze. Uh-oh. Usually people just have a look. A he has image. a smell with his look. I think it smells like cigarettes. Probably. He's yeah. a son of a bitch. Fuck you, Don and whiskey. Henley. Expensive whiskey. Oh, well, I would like that. Well, maybe you'd like the guy. No, fuck that. I wouldn't <laughs> like him. He's a piece of shit boner bastard. <laughs> Um, no, tonight we are not talking about Don Henley. We're talking about our old friend, Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Very near the anniversary of um, his very sad and tragic passing. I was very surprised. I know how surprised you were, Adam. This one, th- ladies and gentlemen, this uh, this one hit Adam hard. My friend, it, it hit you hard. I, I knew it would. Um, I didn't think it would be this, this soon, but it did. I, I knew I would would have trouble um and i did i i was at work one day i i i'm a graphic designer and i sometimes find time to skim the headlines on my break and things like mm. that and yeah i uh saw saw some early whispers that tom petty had been rushed to the hospital um after being found unconscious and i was just i immediately tweeted out on Twitter, please not Tom Petty. But um later that that night he he passed away and I mean I had a rough day at work that day. I had to leave my desk and uh well I you know You were upset. It, it was it was troubling. It was uh, troubling. I'm sorry uh, that you went through that Adam. A lot of people did. I think a lot of you some some people listening might have might have went through the same. Might have had yeah. the impact was. My hope is that pronounced. we can. We're gonna go through Tom Petty's '90s output. Tonight. This is a celebration tonight, folks. It's later than fuck, but we're gonna celebrate. Right. We're gonna go through the '90s with Tom Petty, and hopefully, 
somebody out there can look this up and find solace, you know? Absolutely. Because we still have his music. That's the... Oh, shit. Do we ever... the great God. thing about artists. We always have the art that they made. and It's an amazing thing. We can... We're talking about... We're going to be talking about just the music of this particular decade. And yet, there are so many fantastic things he did in the uh, 70s and 80s. And then beyond the 90s, too. Highway Companion, released in 2006. Fantastic record. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. One of my favorites. Yeah. I lent that to you, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I, you kind of put me on this path. Actually, I'm, I'm the reason for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Not just because I have the computer that we're running it on but also i introduced adam to tom petty and he had the idea of doing this particular episode now here we are and i'm really happy about it adam i'm not gonna say you introduced me to tom i I introduced you 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 had no idea (laughs) okay what have we got here adam you might be thinking this is country music this adam this is country music this is, as far as I could tell, the first song put out by Tom Petty in the 1990s. It is, is that George Harrison singing? That is George Harrison, because oh, this shit. is the Traveling Wilburys. Oh, man. This song is called Nobody's Child. It's a cover of an old Hank Snow song. Good ear, recognizing George Harrison. Oh man, you no. can't you can't put a beetle. Who's that? That's Bob Dylan. Yes, it is. Who's what the fuck, dude? Dude, Dylan, George, and Tom. Wait, dude. No, know. I know. Yeah, I know. It's traveling. Okay. It was it was superstars all around. Yeah. Dylan, Harrison, Petty, Jeff Lynne, Jeff Lynne from Yellow, and Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison. Roy was dead by this point. Though. Oh, Roy. Come on, Roy. He died just after the first Wilburys album came out. So, I'm going to just bring it down a bit and we'll talk. For the uninitiated, um, the Wilburys formed. Yeah. Um, Jeff Lynn was producing George Harrison's album, Cloud Nine. Mm-hmm. Had that poppy hit got my mind set on you on it yeah yeah it was a big hit yeah um and they you know in the studio they were just talking about the idea of forming a band together because they really enjoyed collaborating together and they're all like well dream lineup who would you take and uh george harrison said bob dylan and uh, of course jeff lynn said roy orbison Jeff Lynne's vocal style has always kind of emulated his. Mm-hmm, yeah. Lo and behold, it came to pass. Um, within a couple years, they were looking for a B-side for, uh, for a song off of Cloud Nine. And um, they had become friends with Tom Petty during his, uh, his time when the Heartbreakers toured the world with Bob Dylan. They wow. went up in Europe somehow and... Became friends with Tom and stayed friends and talked to each other in L.A. And um, 
got together and started making a B-side, just just a throwaway B-side for uh, for this song off of uh, that album of George Harrison. Nice. Ended up forming a band. Like the studio was like, and the label was like, "This is too good to just be a throwaway single." So they decided to make an album, and they got together, collaborated on all the songs, and. Ended up making a monster album. Yeah, Traveling yeah. Wilburys Volume 1. Had some great hits on it. Oh, yeah. What we're listening to now, this is She's My Baby. Off of Volume 3. Uh, Wilburys? Yeah. Because that sounds like... Yeah, that's uh, Jeff Lynn. Jeff Lynn, yeah. Dude, they just... They you know what the thing about all these guys is? They're just so capable of just coming up with classics. Exactly. Because all of this stuff, that's the thing. That's thats why I consider uh, Tom Petty an American hero because he's just his, hes just so capable of timeless songwriting. His songs are timeless. I and mean, listen to this. It's just, it's just rock and roll, man. It's just fucking rock and roll. And these guys are great at it, man. So, yeah, man. Volume 3 here. Came out in 1990. Went platinum. Hell yeah, dude. Son of a bitch. Not, maybe not as great as the first Wilburys album, but a lot of good stuff on it. Dude, like whatever that was. That is awesome. Little slow pick scrape. Yeah, they just wanted to have fun, you know? It was all about having a good time with the Wilburys. Tom had uh, been through a lot with the Heartbreakers, and yeah. he wanted uh, he wanted a break. You know, they just wanted to be able to make good music together and not have too many hang-ups. This one's called Inside Out. We're still listening to the Traveling Wilburys. I, I would put money on. Is that Roy? Yeah, I think that's Bob. It is Bob. Yep. Oh yeah, it's totally Bob. Yeah, Roy. Roy's not on this album. Oh yeah, he died. He died. That's right. He did. Oh, he's dead, dude. He, he died. Okay, I really like the Tom Petty part coming up here. Dude, I, I just like the 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 nods to you know old school rock and roll. Yeah, man, they that's so part of what brought them together. You know, I love of fifties rock and oldies radio. And 
What have we got here, Adam? This is one of the last songs on Traveling Wilburys Volume 3. Oh. This is called You Took My Breath Away. This was a solo Tom Petty writing credit. Really? So yeah, man. Traveling Wilburys. Tom Petty's first album of the 90s. Word. Not a bad way to kick things off yeah, after, um, you know, finishing the 80s with his first solo album, Full Moon Fever. Full Moon Fever. Tons of hits on that album. Yeah. Sorry about that, folks. I'm sure a lot of you want to hear that. But you know what? It didn't make the decade. It's not in the 90s. Oh, We're not playing great, it. Oh, dude, it's a great <laughs> fucking record. Man. You know what? I, I think there may come a time when we're in 1990 that we might hear a song or two. We'll just have to see what chart we land well, on. Well, we can we tie a goddamn rope over it and drag it in if we want. Could we? I mean, we can. We can do what we want. Do it our podcast. Nobody's making do, rules yeah. for us. Yeah, you son of a bitch. Okay, the next thing we have, this was a collaboration. Tom is guest starring here on a, an album with Roger McGuinn called Back From Rio. This song is called King of the Hill. I, re- I feel like I recognize the name of the song. Well, there's that TV show. Y- yeah. <laughs> Not from... <laughs> <laughs> So, you know Roger McGuinn? No, who's that? He's uh, the frontman for the Birds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tom Petty was a huge fan. You might even say a disciple of his. Um, I would have said that. Yeah. Like, I can't even tell who's singing on this song a lot of the time. I mean, that's Tom Petty. I'm not even sure. <laughs> I love the sound of this song. Hell yeah, dude, those vocals are killing it. Shit, yeah, man, that chorus is fucking banging. Yeah, dude, America. Number one. So, that's Tom, right? Definitely. Yeah, no, it's totally Tom. Unmistakable. Okay. Sometimes it's hard to tell. I love that chorus, man. That shit was awesome. Fuck. Yeah, man. I love the sound of this song. Ooh, fuck. 
Fucking great, man. Yeah, Dude, man. Uh, it's so inspiring. The first time Roger McGuinn heard American Girl, he asked his manager, When did I record that? <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. No, no, he, he was messing with him. Oh, that's funny. Well, I guess that's cool, man. I mean, maybe we could put a band together and just sound like someone else. And whoever we yeah. sound like, they'll be like, that's fine. Yeah, and eventually, we'll be just like Tom Petty. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> Dude, if you, if you made it. Yeah. Ooh, 90. Wait. In the year 1991, a movie came out called The Silence of the Lambs. Oh, <laughs> you son of a, you tricky son of a bitch. Because this, this isn't from 1991. This is 1976. Oh, Adam, you sly, clever man. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, American Girl. Ladies and gentlemen. From their debut album. I'd like to introduce to you Thomas Petty. Thomas Earl Petty. Singing about his homeland. Yeah, we're not. I mean, it's it's not the '90s. We're not gonna listen. Oh, we can't listen to that, dude. <laughs> it wasn't that his first. That was like hit. Well, like, I mean, it it wasn't a huge was it hit breakdown in, in America. Um, breakdown, American Girl were two huge singles off of that eventually, but well, did, he broke in Europe. Yeah, they were they dude, were way bigger in Europe. That's then. the thing. Fucking, you know, American bands have. Such great, you know, response in Europe, and and you know, hey Europe, you you probably aren't fucking listening to this, but thank you guys, we're really, and the Americans, thank you, we we we're happy about you. Yeah, I mean, where would these guys be without the success they had in Europe? I don't know if they would have kept going. Fucking love this song, dude. I fucking love this song. Shit. July 2, 1991. 1990 fucking fun one. The album is Into the Great White Open. Went two time platinum. Two times. times. (laughs) This is Learning to Fly. Yeah. Is the hardest thing. Well, the good old days. This is classic, dude. Great chord progression. Instrumentation. And the rocks might melt. And your 12 strings, your acoustics. And the seed may burn. Classic, dude. I mean, it's just. It's just, you know. I mean, this is like the cheeseburger of music. Yeah, I mean... It's America, dude. It's fucking Empire State Building. Fucking Chicago Chicago Cubs, man. Dallas Cowboys. Shout out right here to Mike Campbell. 
playing that slide guitar. Mike Campbell, man. I love Dude, that guitar. He is fucking great. Thank you, Mike. We'll beat you down. Don't don't do drugs anymore, Mike. Break your heart. I, don't, I don't think he does. Oh, okay, K- keep it up, Mike. Steal I mean, I don't know. Crown. I have no idea. Uh, you know what, Mike? Do what you want, but just stay so alive. He's one chill dude. He is playing with Fleetwood Mac now. Shit, dude, good gig. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, he replaced uh, Lindsey Buckingham. Well, you know, Lindsey, it's kind yeah. of a dramatic bitch. Mills Lofgren. Right. We've got Thanks. a lot of songs to get through tonight. Okay. I don't want to listen to the whole thing, but I we're going to it down. Ladies and gentlemen, I actually have to wake up early the same as Adam. Ooh. Usually Adam is the only one that has to when we do this show, and I get to well, sleep what, in. What time are you getting up? Dude, I have to seven. Oh, I'll be up right around then, if not a little before. Yeah, I got to wake my ass up at seven, make sure I have enough time to take a shit before we work. Oh, yes, dude. Oh, yes. Such a haunting verse. Scary. Ooh, fuck. Into the great wide open, the title track. I mean, this song's just always been there, you Ooh, know? Oh, no. Yeah, totally. Was wide open. Make sure you hit those notes if you're going to be singing. Dude, I know. I fucked that <laughs> shit up bad. <laughs> you're a much better singer than I am. No, dude, I, I dare not sing. Well, maybe if I was sitting up straight. No, I'm not going to make excuses for myself. It was crap. I failed. It's okay. Whatever. Here we go. Right now. High harmony with uh, Howie Epstein. Can you guess the actor that uh, appears in this music video? Matt LeBlanc. Um, I mean, he's, he's, he is in it. I know you mean Johnny Depp, but... Matt LeBlanc, who's that again? He plays Joey on Friends. Oh. He's at the end of the video. He's the new, like, young kid in town getting his first tattoo. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Matt LeBlanc. Everybody in Friends. Hey, um... I don't like any of those people. In fact, fuck that show. I never liked it. We'll talk about another person from Friends in a little Dude, bit. Dude, fuck that show and fuck yeah, all those I, actors. I mean, I guess so. I mean, I, I've never really liked this show. It sucks, man. I don't like it. Always I think Seinfeld. Dude, fuck yes. Seinfeld is the shit. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of Jer- uh, Jerry Seinfeld's comedy, like his stand up. <laughs> But the show is amazing. He's an amazing actor. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's great. The show is fucking awesome. I also like comedians and cars getting coffee. Oh, I love that show. Friends is Friends is the most stale bullshit. I mean, it's like, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know. And people that like Friends, 
Oh. Everybody I've met that yeah. like really loves the show Friends, like they're just you just don't need them anymore. Dude, no, I just never liked them. <laughs> and and I don't want to say that too openly because you know there are probably people in my life that I totally love, and they love Friends. And if that's the case, I will not stop loving you, people. I promise you, I won't. In fact, I'll admit, hey, I guess I was wrong. There are some fantastic people who enjoy the show Friends. I'm not one of those people. I don't enjoy it. Fuck so that speaking show right of the asshole. music video, um, the version that they sent to MTV was like a couple, like three minutes longer than the actual song. But like, they just had all this stuff they wanted to fit into the video. So, damn long edit. We just listened to that whole thing. Yeah, we did. Uh, we probably shouldn't have. Oops. Like, we've got a lot of songs to play tonight, but. This one's called Two Gunslingers from the same album. Jeff Lynn produced this album. I like the obviousness of the story. This is making me think of my own life. Adam, do I actually like the job I work at? I don't know, man. Maybe need to reevaluate. I might need to. Listen, I honestly, this is Tom Petty Records tonight and figure things out, dude. I don't know. I don't want to disappoint the people I work with. I love them. Really just one of them. But, you know, still at the same time, like, I don't want to be disappointing. But what am I working for? Like, you know, I need to figure that out. Like, dude, what am I doing? What am I really doing? Because I'm spending a lot of time there. Man, this, this song is really sending you into an existential crisis. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I might make some decisions in the coming weeks. Oh, no. Do I really care that much about being a bartender? I mean, I know I enjoy it more than serving tables, so maybe I should just stick with it. And I know it's a temporary thing. I have big plans for myself. Stick with it, man. I, All right, I will. There we go. Okay, so Probably if anybody that I work with is listening, don't worry. I'm, I'm showing up tomorrow. I will be there. So, um, Jeff Lynn's method of producing albums is to record each part separately. Yeah, I, I agree with that. The Heartbreakers had traditionally been a live band in the studio as well, you know, playing all together. And I think I mean, that is, the, I think that's a better way for a band, honestly. During the, um, during Damn the Torpedoes, they had like. A real tough time getting refugee just right and they didn't splice they just re-recorded the whole song every time they didn't like something and uh they i mean i think a lot of the band liked it that way and when they recorded this a lot of the band members were kind of feeling like you know tom's just doing something with his wilbury's buddy and the guy he did his solo album with and this isn't this doesn't feel like heartbreaker stuff but i mean do some great stuff. Dude, we need to not play the whole song. We're Dude, did we just play the whole song? Oh, man, because y- you and I both, we have got to go to bed. 
You know, at least we don't do uh, this every night. If we did, dude, we would we'd probably die soon. This is all the wrong reasons. By Nickelback? Uh, no, uh, Tom Petty oh, and the Heartbreakers. That's right, that's right. Off of the album, Into the Great White Open, 1991. We'll, uh, we'll just hear a little bit of this. I mean, you know. I, I like that song. little lead you line. It's kind of catchy. It's immediately just like, dude, really? That's so simply amazing. I know. What a wonderful verse. And the chorus is just anthemic. Oh, God, this is just... We gotta hear it's, it. It's like a lullaby, man. It's like a fucking lullaby. Sing me to goddamn sleep. So awesome. simple, so great. Uh, that was beautiful, man. That was beautiful. This one is called Out in the Cold, more of a rocker. This is a big single. Yeah, man. Fucking into it. Okay, that this will be the last song we hear from this album. Let's get a little bit of that chorus. Yeah, so if you're ever in the mood for a good album, you know, you might not have checked out the 1991 album from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, but now you know, maybe you should. Totally fucking cool, man. So, I was a few years it. later, their greatest hits album came out. Oh, man. It had a new single on it. Oh. And, uh, you know, it had some impact. This is Mary Jane's Last Dance. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Give it to me. Come on, Tom. Bring it down the house. Shit. She grew up in Dude, I like the the, the 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 thing right there. The I'm not gonna do it. So just, yeah, that's fucking cool. I like that shit. Yeah. A little glitch there. Yeah, I heard that. It's fine. Time to kill 
Yeah, man. Fucking cool, man. Yeah. So Tom Petty. Absolute classic. Was thinking, wait, we're we're gonna do a new song for our greatest hits album? Like, it's not a hit. But I mean, it was. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this it's huge hit. This greatest hits record went 12 times platinum. Came out November 16th, 1993. 93. This was the last recording to include original Heartbreaker drummer Stan Lynch. Stan Lynch. Thank you, Stan. Thank you. Thank you for putting up with Jimmy Iovine in the uh, oh, early 80s. They clashed. They did. Jimmy, if you can hear this, stop owning the fucking music industry. Why don't you give other people a little bit so maybe the mainstream music would be a little bit more diverse but you don't really give a shit about that do you maybe you do I don't know I don't know you I have no idea who you are you're probably a great guy or you're a fucking evil bastard well I don't think he's evil I think he's problematic like as far as not the easiest guy to work with Jimmy wait Oh, you mean the drummer? Yeah. I was talking about the, the producer, Jimmy Ivey. He might be evil. He might be. But he's funny. <laughs> yeah, he's all right. Okay. That is Mary Jane's Last Dance. People people know it. I guess I don't have to play the whole thing. That's yeah, fine. They know it. Tom's next album was also a solo effort. Wild Flowers. Oh, man. I fucking love this record. Listen to this, dude. How beautiful. Three time platinum. This is so pretty. Oh, brush your hair. This is a beautiful song. Among the wildflowers. Oh. November 1st, Dude, I'm like captivated by the simplicity. But I mean, by the lullaby that this song is. Yeah, yeah this is like a lullaby. Absolutely wonderful. A lot of people like get lyrics from that song tattooed on their bodies. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck they would decide to do that shit. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. Let me tell you about a dude. This is one of my favorite Tom Petty songs in the fucking world, man. This is one of my favorites right here. Check. Sorry, what were you saying, Adam? Oh, I was going to tell you a little story. We had a, uh, my junior or senior year of high school, we had a rash. Oh, it was, it was my junior year. People, like, pulling the fire alarm. You know? 
just, they would just pull it and we'd all have to go stand outside for a while. One fine spring day, somebody pulled the fire alarm. And it was just glorious outside. Blue sky, green trees, sun was shining. Some white puppy clouds in the sky. Hell yeah. What you Standing out by the parking lot. And uh, Don Carpenter. Don. Holy shit. Don fucking Carpenter. One of the coolest sons of bitches <laughs> in the fucking world. And his, and his brother, Paul. Oh were, my god. They Paul? were standing out by their car Dude. jamming this song. And I was like, man, who is this? It's Tom Petty. Dude, Don Carpenter. Seriously, Don, ladies and gentlemen, let me let me tell you something about Don fucking Carpenter. Don Carpenter is the quintessential cool guy. He's the he's the fucking guy. Like, he he's he 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 was like the popular kid, but like, but not in like the douchey way. Like the the fucking the cool guy who was nice to everybody. But you want, dude. You, you wanted to be like he was a great I mean uh, he was uh, let's be honest Adam Don Carpenter is a great looking guy oh yeah oh dude he's a great looking guy everybody just loved him and chicks dug him dudes wanted to be him but this guy man he was a he was a quiet you know he had like the dry humor about him he was smart he is he is smart he's still all these things Don if you listen to this please be on our show Please, oh, dude, you, Don, man, I've always wanted to be in a band with you. Uh, I've always wanted to collaborate with you. I've always wanted to be a better friend with you. I'm, I'm a total fanboy, man, because you're, you're the fucking shit, dude. Don Carpenter, bravo, sir, bravo. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm so glad you brought him up. Shit yeah. We worked together too at uh, the mall. I was, I was so fucking service. jealous of you, dude. I'm so <laughs> jealous that you got to do that, you son of a bitch. Damn it. While I was working there, we did uh, we did surveys for Mr. Deeds, the movie. <laughs> and this Deeds. song played in the trailer, and I listened to it like a bunch. Yeah, man. That was uh, You Don't Know How It Feels off of Wildflowers. Tom Petty, solo. This one is called Time to Move On. Oh, dude. This song helped me realize I needed to quit a job once. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. Don't play another one like that because <laughs> I just <laughs> might decide to quit mine. Dude, yeah. I was listening to this song um, at this at my, my first graphic design job. Um, I just realized it was time to move on. Uh, this song helped me make peace with that decision. It's time to get going. What lies ahead, I have no way the power of a song like Under this, you know. Baby, grass is growing. It's time to move on. Time to get going. Broken Dude, I'm I'm already starting to think it again, man. Am I am I living? Did I live today? When I went to work, did, was the stress that I felt, which was minimal actually today, but was it worth it? When I see the people around me at work and they're not having a good day is it worth it the, even the managers you know the three of them and the one that's my favorite when they get stressed out is it worth it to them what's what's it all about dude like seriously i mean like what are they doing but more more importantly what am i doing dude you are you're growing your career as a bartender well, why i never said i wanted to be one of i never said that in the past 
I, I mean, in the recent past, you have. I could be good at anything, man. Maybe we need anybody a could song. be good at anything. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that firmly. I think that. I think. I think anyone. Yeah, I can. I can do whatever I want. Um, this is kind of Beatlesy, you know. This song is called "A Higher Place." Still on the 1994 album Wildflowers. We gotta get to a higher place and we gotta leave by night. Before that river takes us down. This album was produced by Rick Rubin. Oh, dude, that's so Beatles. Yeah. That's great, though. That's that's really good. Did they record this at Sound City in Van Nuys, Los Angeles? Was that where this was? I don't remember. It doesn't sound wrong. I'm pretty sure Wildflowers was recorded at Sound City. Because it was in that documentary, I think. And the pictures, you know, there's like black and white pictures in the booklet. Yeah. I think it probably is. Definitely looking up. I think Tom did uh, Damn the Torpedoes there, too. Damn the Torpedoes, 100% for sure. Sound City. I guarantee it. Jimmy, that's another one. Jimmy Iovine did not agree with it. He hated the setup there. That's why he's a fucking moron. Maybe. I believe you. I mean, he's smart. Y- yeah, no, <laughs> he's a smart guy. Okay, okay. No, I don't know. He's got that New York accent, you know? Nobody sounds smart with that. Oh, that, that might be offensive. Edit no, that no, it's fine. Whatever. So this is a... Uh, one of my favorite songs on this album it's called crawling back to you Listen to the story that he tells. Once again, I'm captivated. Have you ever like listened through this album? No, I, I really haven't. Oh, great listen. Tom, we don't have time for long intros tonight. Seriously, seriously, Tom, there's really no time for this. <laughs> this you fucking need to get this shit started now. Production. Los Angeles 
but I also just seem to listen. get it actually I was I'm trying to figure it out I've never really been good at listening to lyrics and pulling things apart I don't I don't think it's anything hyper specific or anything I just I mean I just like the idea of this this night ranger or whatever coming back back again and the chambermaid just shaking her eye shaking her head and letting him back in you know it's I don't oh. know it was me and my sidekick He was drunk and I was sick We were caught up in a barroom fight Till an Indian shot out the lights I'm so tired of being tired As sure as night will follow day Most things I worry about Never happen anyway. ah, that's a good line. Yeah, man. It's that's true, a, man. Most people's fears verse. are bullshit. You guys got to realize that. You know, don't, don't. There's so many people that are. You know, they go they go through life and they say things. And I, I I see this a lot in the restaurant business. I'm, I think I might have actually already gone on about this before oh, yeah, in an episode yeah. where people tend to create their own uh, misfortune. You hear you hear the phrases like, oh, well, it's just life. Life just sucks. Oh, it's just my luck. Oh, it's, you know, you know what? It's just... <laughs> and people, it, you know, like... It's just... I, I, I don't know. I want to talk about it, but at the same time, I really don't give a shit. I don't care if those people have a bad life or not. They kind of deserve it. Because they've brought it upon themselves. Dude, I wake up every day, and I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm going to have a great day. It's going to be a great day. You know? Because I deserve it. Some people are like, well, no, you don't, Mike. You're ignorant, and you're an arrogant asshole. And <laughs> hey, but you know what? Fuck all those people. My, my life deserves to be awesome, whether I'm a piece of shit or not. Fuck them. So I, uh, It's going to be awesome. Every single day is amazing, dude. I drive awesome my life. kids to school every day. And awesome, dude. We give each other pep talks in the car. You know, we're, we're like, you're going to have a great day. You're going to go in. You're going to see your teacher. And you're going to smile at her. And you're going to see your friends. And 
Yeah, we just kind of like pump each other up. You know, they'll, they'll tell me, Dad, you're going to have a great day at work. You're going to design the best stuff. <laughs> Shit, yeah, dude. It's awesome. That's, that's fucking awesome. And it works. It does. No, it, uh, it, I completely believe that. Completely believe that. Look, and look, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, well, first of all, I know we've heard this song before. This was on yeah. a chart that we talked about, and I liked it. Right, this was the one that sounded like uh, that Tori Amos song. Yeah. This is an outtake from the Wildflowers recording session called nice. Somewhere Under Heaven. Yeah, this was like episode two. Yeah, it was real early on. Yeah. Um, it was way back in the day. Fuck. Yeah, it's been It's years. like three months ago. Oh, is that it? Yeah, something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, man, no, I mean... Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, I think you should try... Oh, here's what I wanted to say. Negative thoughts will come into your head. Negative feelings, they will. You can't escape them. You can't stop them. But what you can do is recognize them and, and try as quickly as possible to just change your mental narrative. Just, just give it a try. I know that it's hard sometimes. I know that. I know a lot of you have kids. A lot of you, you need to make money. You cannot leave your job. You don't have much choice. I know that. And I don't deal with that. And I'm thankful. For those of you that do, just keep pushing. Please keep pushing because your life is worth it. And you're worth it. And you deserve great days. So just, even if you don't believe it, even if you don't believe it, and you and you think it's stupid and bullshit, fucking say it anyway when you wake up. You're going to have a great fucking day. Your life is going to be amazing. Your life is amazing. Even if you don't think it is, claim that it is. Keep fucking claiming it, and it will become true. Okay? Self-fulfilling Like, Come on, man. Did, don't you know, like, two-thirds of medicines, too, are placebos? They're fucking sugar pills. You take something, you and... You, you take something, and it's like this designed belief that it's going to help you. No, no, motherfucker. That's your personal belief, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your personal beliefs that heal you. You can heal yourselves. You can create your destiny. You deserve something great. So if you would just please fucking believe in it and in yourself, you'll have it. Wow. It might take some time, but fucking start now, motherfuckers. Get on it. You should uh, you should look into like being a motivational speaker. I really hate people, though. I don't like them. Oh, well, might hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm fucking kidding, man. I love people. Hey, Johnny. Yes, sir. How's it going? Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers' next gig was back in the Man in Black. I'm like a lost ship. Adrift on the sea The sea of heartbreak Come on, Johnny God damn it There's Tom Petty back there I hear you, Tom This is from Johnny Cash's album American 2 Unchained Rick Rubin was producing 
Johnny Cash oh, at this time, and got Tom and the Heartbreakers hooked up with him to record this album. Why did you leave me? And they had so much fun recording it. Always the same. This sea of heartbreak, lost love and loneliness, memories of your caress. Another American so legend, Johnny Cash, another American hero. Didn't have the cleanest life. Didn't have the cleanest wife. <laughs> Actually, she was very clean. He was the one that was dirty. Um, but nonetheless, thank you, Johnny. We salute you. God bless you, and God bless a motherfucking America. God bless Johnny Cash. That's a popular bumper sticker. Still. God bless you, Johnny Cash. Damn it. That was Sea of Heartbreak. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Tom. Just for good measure. A Tom Petty cover on this album called Southern Accents. There's a Southern accent. Yeah. Where I come from. They almost Dead called Tommy. this album Petty Cash. That's a pretty good title, let me tell you what. Would have been great. Yeah. But they, uh, they wanted to have this series Yankees. of American albums. Oh, yeah, I see that. I got my own way of talking. Do you know do you know the song Southern Accent? I actually don't. It's from a 1985 album, Tom Petty and Harper. What, which album are we on right now? Are we still on This is a Johnny Cash album. Oh. So we're done with Wildflowers? Yeah, we're done with But what about Oh, what's the, what's that song? You wrecked me. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, had dude, to make some hard decisions. Dude, you <laughs> fucking didn't do you wreck. Dude, you wreck me is one of my all-time favorite Tom Petty songs. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Are you serious, man? Oh, I was waiting for that, ladies and gentlemen. The disappointment right now is goddamn genuine. I'm upset with my co-host. Well, I'm upset, and we're in your house. Can't play every song, you know, oh, man. It is a great, it is a great song. Oh, dude, you recommend it so good. One I more Johnny Cash. This dude, this really, you add more Johnny Cash? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, you didn't <laughs> add, you wreck me We did like Tom six <laughs> songs <laughs> off of Wildflowers. If you're going to win a muck a mac, I don't even want to hear Johnny anymore. I'm tired. I'm tired of it. You gotta hear this one. Settle down inside. I should have done You Wrecked Me instead I've of a higher place. Oh, I remember this. This is a funny coincidence. This was a Hank Snow cover. The first song we played tonight was also a Hank Snow cover. Really? All right, you know, he says a bunch of places real fast. Thank you, Johnny. Big whoop. Thank you. I made a big mistake. I should have played you right. I wrecked the show. Dude, this episode is effed in the balls. Let's start over. We've got time. Oh, Jesus. No, we don't. (laughs) Tom Petty in the Heartbreakers next project was a movie soundtrack. So she's the one. What what uh what movie? 
called She's the One. It's an Edward Burns film starring Cameron Diaz and Jennifer Aniston. She's on Friends. Oh, yeah. That show. It's okay. But I really hate it. Ultimately. This song is called Climb That Hill. This is sweet. It's awesome riff, dude. Yeah, man. It's fucking cool. That's the real reason I wanted to play this song. That was awesome. I liked that. That riff. Yeah, so, um, this album is, like, kind of buried in their catalog. Like, they... They did this four-hour documentary and didn't even mention this album. But I mean, Scott Gray's oh, definitely yeah. this one. Oh, yeah. That Tom Petty documentary on Netflix? Running Down a Dream. Dude, that yeah. is one of the best music documentaries I've oh ever gosh. seen. It, it, it it'll honestly, turn you into a fan if you're not one already. Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, go check that out. It really no, it is a wonderful documentary. This is a uh, you know, Lucinda Williams. This is a Lucinda Williams cover called Change the Locks. Shout out to my dad. He loves Lucinda. Sweet. I changed the lock on my front door so you can't see me anymore. And you can't come inside my house. And you can't lie down on my couch. I changed the lock on my front door. She seems just like that, by the way. I like it, man. Change the number on my phone so you can't call me at home and you can't say those things to me to make me fall down on my knees I changed the number on my phone is I changed the kind of car I drive so you can't see man this bitch spent a lot of money and you can't <laughs> trying to get away from this motherfucker and you probably abusive I like it, dude. This is cool. What year did this come out? 1996. Oh, okay. I changed the kind of clothes I Changed the locks. Keep moving on here. Yeah. Okay, this is a beautiful little song. Angel Dream. There's two takes of it on here. This one's called Number Four. I dreamed you. I saw your face. Cut my lifeline. Though they didn't mention this album at all, they did play a part of this song on that Running Down a Dream documentary. I saw my fate 
these headphones because I'm hearing stuff in this song I've never heard before. There's there's a lot going on. There's a lot of clickety-clack and clapping. The other version is very bare bones. Strings or something way down in the mix there. Yeah, dude, once again, once again, man, just, I'm just overtaken uh, by the beauty of, uh, and the, you know, the time. Timeless simplicity. Say it again. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm That's taken. what Tom Petty is all about, you know? You can learn a lot from that, too, honestly. There's just, you think there's not much there, but really there's there's a whole world of, of, of meaning. There's a whole... You, you, you think you think oh I'm just gonna hear the same thing over and over again but in a weird way that that's not the case there are a lot of artists like that uh, Tom is one of the better ones and maybe it's just because maybe humanity maybe maybe we all really do want the same things you know most people want they want good things and they want things that make them feel good. And, uh, may, you know, may, maybe maybe that's the connection between all of us. This is California. Yeah, man, California. Totally awesome. It says, California's been good to me. I hope it don't fall into the sea. Me, I, I hope the same thing. Damn it! You know, sometimes I miss the city that I used to live in. It, it was, a, I believe, it was called Los Angeles. Are you pronouncing that right? Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, that's it. I don't know. What yeah, do I know? I miss that place. It's an amazing city. It's a good place to visit. An even better place to live. Don't worry about being able to afford it. Do yeah, it anyway. Just, just move there. It's fine. Who cares? Ah, it's okay. You'll figure it out. Just a nice little ditty. Got a harmonica solo. Oh, timeless. Okay. This is um, another... We, we, we heard this song on an episode. Talked about it in full and... Um, one of my very favorite songs ever written. This is an alternate version of it. This is Walls, number three. Some days are diamonds. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember. Some days are rocks. This one's more stripped down. There's no Lindsey Buckingham in this one. Some roads are blocked. And sundowns are golden. 
Oh, I remember the chorus. So good. And if I never do nothing, I'll just be over here weeping. I'm coming back oh my heaven, it's alright, dude. Love that chorus, man. That was that was beautiful. It is so perfect. Keeps out the danger. Causing the pain. Sometimes you're happy. And sometimes you cry. Half of me is ocean. Half of me is sky. But you got I like that they're not afraid to, you know, have this dirty harmonica Dude, sound. this is the dirtiest fucking garbage <laughs> in the middle of something beautiful. Some things are over. Over, no. Some things go on. Yeah. Part of me you carry. And part of me is gone. But you got a shot to the heart. Feeling things over here, you know. That's all right, Adam. Feeling, you, feeling. Go, ahead, go, go ahead and feel them, man. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the feelings master. What a man, you know. An American hero, an American hero indeed. We celebrate you, Tom. We remember you, and we will never forget. God bless you, Tom. Okay, in 1999, the Heartbreakers put out an album called Echo. Oh. And this is the lead-off track. It's called Room at the Top. Now, this song might be able to help you tonight, Mike. This song's about finding comfort, whatever your situation is. You know what? And I love my situation, honestly. It's totally fine. Very it's, it's more than fine. It's fucking great. I got a room where everyone can have a drink and forget those things that went wrong. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. It's a good song for a bartender I'll to hear. fucking make that drink for you, sir. I got a Coming down. Whoa. What was that? Coming. No idea. <laughs> down. 
fucking know what that was, man. I don't fucking have any idea. His, uh, his first wife just finalized a divorce. Well, damn. This album. I think this album helped him work through some things, you know? It's a tough thing, man. Oh, there's a great off the rails Mike Campbell solo coming up here. Damn, let's get it. What the fuck was he doing? <laughs> Don't you worry. Okay. This one, uh, this one's got a little more pep in its step. This is called Free Girl Now. Oh, yeah. Listen to some of these lyrics. Cool, man. It's good to be free. It is. Fucking good. I just realized that our uh, our next song we just played on like one of our last episodes. Really? Yeah. No shit. Swinging. Let's fucking do it again, man. 
We'll do it briefly. It's fine. Oh, yeah. I remember this. Yeah, dude. I, to- I, re- I remember. And I remember really liking it. Because I'm in a good fucking mood, man. I'm just exploding with good mood. I've always liked the way this style of vocal he does. See, that's another thing, Tom. You know, it was announced, I think, by TMZ pretty early on in that day uh, that that he was in the hospital. You know, it was very premature that um, I think CBS first reported that he had died, and he had not died yet, and uh, he he was still alive hours later. Mm-hmm. And it was like 8 p.m. Something like that, where where he finally did die. So I think it could be said of Tom Petty that he went down. Swing. Yeah. Fight it, Tom. Don't you don't you fucking give in. Not yet. Give it a couple never more hours. To back down. I won't back down. This is the title track off of Echo. It's called Echo. (laughs) (laughs) This is a sad song, but there's a lot of power in it. I think this is his uh, direct message to his ex-wife. Yeah, daddy had to cry. He's always halfway there, you know And no, I don't pretend There's any more of that They say one day You'll look up and laugh And hear the same sad echo When you walk Yeah, the same Baseline. 
also a funny little story about Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Their original bassist, Ron Blair, yeah, he left the group uh, in the 80s, like early, early 80s. Howie Epstein came on. Yeah. Tom poached him from Del Shannon. Yeah. And uh, he was their bassist for the next 20 years. And when he died, Ron Blair came back. It's funny because there, there's an interview where he was saying, you know, I guess I'll come come back and join the band, maybe like 2001, something like that. And uh, lo and behold, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of sad, though, about Howie. Yeah. Poor guy. Thank you, Howie, for everything that you've done. And, uh... I'm sure you know how much Tom really appreciated it. Everybody did. You were an asset. And uh, we, everybody's thankful for you. Thank you, Tom. All right. This is the last song we're hearing from Echo tonight. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers' last album of the 90s. Last album of the 90s. This is Billy the Kid. Overall, Tom, I'd say you did well this decade. We're thankful. And you're just so goddamn amazing that there's some shit that we ain't gonna hear because it ain't in the decade, damn it. Yeah, you can't just think of Tom as like a 70s artist. No. An 80s guy. Yeah. His career just kept on going. It's amazing. He's bigger than this episode. He is bigger than this episode. Benmont Tinch there on the Hammond. Dude, that guy's awesome. Oh, he is, uh, dude. Not related to the 90s, but there's this, uh, this song called Melinda that they played live. Yeah. And it was on the, uh, the live anthology. And Benmont Tinch plays like a, uh, five-minute grand piano solo. It's just Ata Ata Sinyo's song is amazing Alright Thank you Heartbreakers Heartbreakers thank you Mike that's Tom Petty in the nineties. That was it. That's pretty much it, man. I mean, oh, you not much left to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Off of the nineteen ninety four solo album Wildflowers, this is you wrecked me. This motherfucking one of my favorites. Yeah, get down. Shit. 
It's just bubbling, dude. It's fucking bubbling. Well, what's gonna happen? This fucking chorus is amazing, but to punch you in the face. Dude's fucking rocks, man. This fucking song, dude. This this is the song that closed out the uh, the documentary. Yeah, yeah. This is the one that closed it out. <laughs> and this was the this was the uh, the one that they 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 were in Sound City when they were talking about this album. This is oh, the song okay. they played. And I was like, "Holy fucking shit, dude! Yeah, this song is amazing." In the uh, in the Running Down a Dream documentary, this is where Dave Grohl says, "You're one of those bands that just has to be. They just have to be." Yep. Thank you, Dave. King Dave. So. Fucking Mike Campbell. I want to meet Mike Campbell someday. Just let him know how he stops me in my tracks sometimes. Oh, yeah. Mike, uh, what are your what are your memories of this song? What makes it one of your? It's really favorites? recent. I mean, I had heard it before, but when I watched that documentary, I loved that documentary, and it kind of reamped, revamped it, and I really just kind of fuck, man. This song is just, just rocks, man. And it was, it was everything, everything I love about Tom Petty. So much about it, just American rock and roll. It's great vocals, great great harmonies, and incredible songwriting. Yeah. You know, just yeah. I guess it's all present right here. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good package deal. Because I always liked Running Down a Dream, but there was something about this song that just really oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. just had bigger balls. Man, when I saw when I saw them live, that whole place Shit, was yeah. on their feet for for Mike Campbell's extended solo at the end of Running Down a Dream. It's so awesome. Yeah. All right. Folks, um, the man, Tom Petty. American what a pleasure treasure. it has been to celebrate an American hero, Tom Petty, one of the most fabulous songwriters that uh, I believe has ever has ever come around. Uh, one of Adam's favorite. Adam probably actually loves him far more than I do, even. And I fucking love Tom Petty. Man. I can't get enough, you know. Adam can't get enough. They just had uh, on Friday released the first posthumous release Mm. there's a 63 song box set called tom petty an american treasure and uh, i listened to the whole thing at work on friday damn there's unreleased stuff there's re-recorded you know alternate takes there's a bunch of great stuff if you want to know what it's like you know to be a tom petty fan listen to that and you'll you'll know really soon Absolutely. 
Well, folks, this has been a special episode dedicated to one great man. We are so happy if you joined us. We'd like to thank all of you for coming in time to time. Week after week, we couldn't be more happy and proud to do this later than a son of a bitch when we got to wake <laughs> up early and go to our jobs, which are wonderful and we are thankful for. And Very much I, so. I know I am. I'm excited. I'm going to cut some fruit, make some juice, make some drinks, pour some tea, probably serve some food, maybe make a, uh, someone might want a martini. And I hope they don't want those blue cheese fucking all. Because you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna prep those tomorrow. I'm not doing it. I'm just doing the regular ones. Blue cheese olives. They put yeah. that in a drink. Yeah, you put. So you skewer the olives, right? Three of them on a wooden stick, and you stuff because they all they're they're pitted already, right. and you stuff blue cheese in them because some people want their martinis lightly dirty with olive juice, and uh, or lots of olive juice, you know, filthy or something, and they might want. By request, blue cheese olives. Weird. It's fucking disgusting. That's. It sounds wrong. Yeah, no, it sucks. It's stupid. Anyway, folks, it is way too late. We've gone on for an appropriate amount of time to celebrate someone worth celebrating. This has been a special episode of 1991. And on behalf of everyone here, which is really just me and Adam, we wish you all good night. Thanks.